Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. My name is Matt Weston. Tonight, I'm joined by the lean pocket to my hot pocket, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing all right, but hold on, hold on. What's a lean pocket? It's like 150 calories instead of 275 calories. Is that real? Yeah, it's real. I didn't know that lean They're in a green box. Real. They're in a green box. It's like, it's green, not necessarily a green box, but it's green lettering. What? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't. I don't really know what that means, but I feel like you just called me fat, and I don't appreciate that. And so. I called you hot. I called you hot by being the lean pocket. Well, now I'm even more uncomfortable. You gonna get more comfortable? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, so yeah. I feel like you just did, you just said something else too. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm going home. The, the in, inside jokes are the best jokes, Taylor. Yeah. So this week it's week eight. We're getting close to halfway through the NFL season. And typically this time of year, you see one team, you make a really big run or make the flip-flop from like below 500 to a playoff team. So what's your team this year for that? Do you think the Titans can make a run with Ryan Tannehill? Do you think the Cowboys are going to go like on a six-game win streak? Uh, Do you think the Texans could get the bad taste out of their mouth after they lost to Indianapolis and win like five games in a row? What are you seeing here as far as the midseason swing goes in October? All right, for me... I don't really have much to say. Yeah. Now, when it comes to this, and it's only because it's with Houston and Dallas, I want to say that both of them are going to make a run, not only for me being the Cowboys fan I am and being biased, but I just don't believe in them still. And we'll get into that more whenever we talk about Philly here. I'm just not a believer in them at all still. You can't prove it to me after one week. You're supposed to, you're supposed to look like that all season long. Same thing with Houston. It's... What they build these games up in their head where Dallas and Houston have the opposite effect, where Houston just can't perform, where it just gets completely overwhelmed with the situation. Yeah, and Dallas is the only time they can get hyped up and actually play well. You know, I think the, you know, what I think the problem is we're from Texas. Uh, bad coaching. Like the Texans, <laughs> like they ran the ball. I mean, this is just like old information here, but this is all the top of the head. They ran the ball twelve times on first and ten. They averaged, I think, two point two yards to carry. Deshaun yeah. Watson on first and 10, uh, 16 for 20, 200 yards. Is that good? 11.2 yards in attempt. They, he, re- he didn't throw the ball once on first and 10 in the first quarter. You don't want to do that. He did it eight times in the fourth quarter. They scored two touchdowns. And, like, they fell behind. And, they had, and like, they did, you know, that being said, they did have only nine points in the first half because they had three uh, red zone field goal trips. The Colts went four for four in the red zone. And that was kind of the difference in the game, but they should have had, like, three more red zone trips just by being a better coached offense. All right, we'll get into them even more. But let's go back to the, your original question. Whenever it comes down to what team that I would pick to make a certain run out of anybody, to go off your own method, I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills. Okay. And the reason why it's because I'm going to jump on the bandwagon to say that I'm with you. I don't think they're going to lose, and that's just because of the defense. Yeah, And that's where I am with that team as well as that division so bad. And what we even talked about, I feel like that they would have even beaten New England. So Buffalo's a team. And Josh uh, Hall- Josh Allen had him right where he wanted him. It, and then he got hurt. And, and then he got hurt. And then that was interception. And so my hope, though, is that the Texans and the Cowboys are the teams that make the crazy run. I feel like Buffalo's the more team I'm confident in to continue the run. Yeah. Well, so Buffalo, they have the 22nd easiest schedule the rest of the way. They're a good pick. Uh, Oakland's interesting if they beat Houston this week because then they're going to be four and three. Uh, they have an easy schedule the rest of the way. The Chargers are bad. The Broncos are bad. 
They still have, I think, two games against the Chargers, one game against the Broncos, too. Thank God we didn't talk about the Chargers. How big of phonies are they this year? Oh, yeah, let's They're talk- even bigger phonies. Zero words need to be said about them. And then about the Raiders, too, is they have a great rushing attack, a great offensive line. John Gruden's really coaching this offense well, too. Indy's interesting. They have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. And then also Jacksonville, 28th easiest schedule. Oh. I know like, the Ramsey trade you know, hurts everything. Matt, but he's coming back. Hernan's good. Uh, you have Nick Foles, who's getting healthy. He's coming back. They have good wide receivers. Their rushing attack has been better since they figured out how to use it. Like, and I still have no idea what happened to Andrew Norwell this year. Uh, but like, yeah, like, and AJ Boy is playing better. So that's another option too. I could see any one of those four teams like going for a big run out of Buffalo, Oakland, Indy. Who's your uh, team? Jacksonville. Though? Come on, I gave you an example of my hope and my team. I would that say I'm I would confident. say Indy, just because they're defense. You're confident. Indy's my most confident one, mainly because they have an easy schedule, and then also their defense is bad this year, but that was with Malik Hooker hurt, uh, Darius Leonard hurt with a concussion. He revolutionizes that defense. Jabal Sheard just got healthy and is just now starting to play well, and they also have uh, Kenny Moore was hurt last week too, and so just because of their defense getting healthier. And like Matt Everfliss does a good, such a great job coaching that defense, so I would say Indy. And they have an offensive line that can win games on its own, too. Well, I mean, this is the Indianapolis podcast, so why wouldn't you be picking them, right? <laughs> I hate them so much. What are you talking like, about? There, this is your team. There's a Olympic-sized swimming pool filled with blood that they sacrifice people in. Oh, my God. To just keep letting these good things keep happening. What is so. going on? They've had one bad year. Is it is it good blood? With Curtis Painter. Is it? Then they drafted Andrew Luck. And then Luck retires. It's like, oh, yeah, we just have Brissett. And we're not going to spend money in free agency, and we'll still be you know four and three, four and two, beat the Texans, win the division, because uh, that's what we do in Indianapolis. Oh God, I forgot they didn't spend any money. Spend zero money, and we were even season. talking about. I was making fun of the Brissett contract. God, I was making fun of this team. This team is just blowing up in our face. Well, I mean, I blame the, you. The difference is they could be a Super Bowl team if they spent more money, but they won't be. They'll instead just like win the AFC South and then get their teeth kicked in by the Colts in the first round. Yeah, I don't even know what they would want to do at this point, though. What do they need, in your opinion? What do you feel like that the uh, Colts a need? A better in order pass to... rusher, a better better wide receivers. Wait, better wide receivers? Yeah. Come on. They have They're T.Y. Solid. Hilton. Is Brissett going to give them more of the ball? Is he going to pass around? Is he Patrick Mahomes now? I mean, he can. I know he had a four TD performance against the Texans, Matt. It's always better to have better receivers. Like Zach Pascal's our second receiver, and he's fine. He's great when he plays the Houston Texans, but he's not going to be able to beat man coverage consistently. There's too much Jack Doyle in that offense. I like Jack Doyle. Yeah. He's just slow and big. Yeah. He's just like waddling around. He's just a big, like, corn husk. You just see him, like, running, you're like, doodle. He just crunches as he logs. Um, so also, so the Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, the last two unbeaten teams left, the Bengals have the Rams, Ravens, Raiders, Steelers, Jets, Browns, Patriots for the next six games. The Dolphins have Pittsburgh, the Jets, Indy, Buffalo, Cleveland, Philadelphia for the next six games. How many games are they going to lose and who's going to get a win first? Could both teams go win winless this year? If Miami doesn't win one of the next two games, they're done for the entire year. So, Cincy, I actually have more faith in Miami than Cincy. Me too. I don't know why. Their and that's schedule's so just tougher. It's just so weird for me to say, though, but Cincy just looks awful. Just looks terrible. 
I don't even know I what think, their I game plan. I think you plan. can play linebacker for the Bengals. I don't know what they do on an on a weekly basis over there. Like <laughs> I just you look visibly upset. This because what do they just watch movies? Are they just hanging out? It, hey, it's AJ nothing. Green's coming back. Oh, great! They should trade him. Yeah, he's worthless. Yeah, you want to talk about Andy getting a better receiver? Oh, what would that do to you? They don't. They, Andy didn't trade draft picks for him though, unless they could trade like a third round pick. What if they're like, dude, we'll give you cash underneath the table? Uh, may, I yeah, I could see that. Ursay spends money. <laughs> we'll give you under the table money, man. Ursay spends money. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would like that. Let's just say that a car crash is going to happen and a bag is going to go missing. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like Jim Irsay. <laughs> sounds like Jim Irsay. Sounds like something he would do. Yeah, I I think both teams would go 0-16, and, and I agree with you on that. I think that if the Dolphins don't win one of the next two, it will be a situation where you could see both teams not winning a game. And the Bengals' schedule is absolutely brutal, too. It's also weird to imagining like being a football fan in the 1980s were like or the 1970s and like the big matchup at the time was Miami Pittsburgh and now it's 2019 you're like this is gross like there, I can <laughs> the Miami Pittsburgh match is still the big matchup there's right there's never been a good Miami Pittsburgh game I can I can ever imagine they had the playoff game where Matt Moore was murdered uh, and then Antonio Brown broke two deep passes Matt Moore's a starter in the NFL what are you talking about I like Matt Moore yeah the Texans I know. won a Super Bowl if he was their quarterback the, in 2016 the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna be just fine well Mahomes may play this Sunday I wouldn't. Why yeah. rush him back? Especially with that pass. Wait, wait. Too. What do you mean he's going to play this Sunday? He may play. He's well, practicing. How? I don't know. How is that possible? <laughs> uh, the Lord works mysterious ways. No, no, that's not the Lord. They put yeah. his kneecap back in a place. And then you pray. There's no praying it. on that. You okay. get lots of sleep. Okay, they're doing something over there. I don't know. Get lost sleep. I mean, Tyreek Hill broke his collarbone and came back in three weeks. Dude, they have like mechanical like metal parts that oh, they're inserting. Yeah. Oh, it was like that thing that happened yeah. to Tua in Alabama. He ha- he sprained his ankle really bad. So yeah, we did a quick surgery where we uh, put two screw drilled two screws screws into his ankle to keep him in place. I'm like yeah, that sounds like a great fix for this season, but it sounds terrible for the rest of his career. What are you talking about? The screws are gonna hold to repair uh, an ankle sprain with two screws in the ankle. Sounds good. That sounds terrible. Yeah, you know what? It's like whenever you have a loose board and you just got to put two screws in. It's the exact same thing. I don't like it. <laughs> just like let him sleep for three weeks, but you know Nick Saban let him gets sleep. to do it every once. Dude, take some Advil. So the, the last question Tylen I have for you here. Tylenol PM. La- <sighs> getting too oh. crazy. Feeling like Colin Coward. There it is. Gone off the Tylenol PM. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> cra- the game is don't pocket. pass out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So the last question I have for you, the Cardinals have been on a three-game run. They beat some real powerhouses. They beat the Bengals with a game-winning field goal. They beat the Falcons, and they went and beat the Giants last week. They're three, three and one. Are you are you enjoying the Cardinals right now? No matter what the hell you tell me right now, I'm fine with them. I think they're fun. Yeah, they're I fun. like this team. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not. They're a surprise for me. No matter what you say, I think this is a solid team. I think that they're. And the, if they go eight and eight, man, they're not going eight. Okay, eight. they'll go seven, eight, and they're one. They're gonna go five. That's five what they're gonna and do, one. and then they'll just like four. They're not the gonna go three. five, five, and if they even go, dude, they're gonna go. I never even saw them winning five games. Maybe I did. Maybe I picked this. They're gonna go five. Either way, I didn't ele- expect them to look five, this ten, good because go they're five, competitive. Ten, yeah, they're competitive. That's fun. Yeah. Did you expect fun. them to be competitive? I think I picked them win like five or six games. I didn't think they'd be competitive. I was just worried about Murray playing the whole year, and he's done a really good job at. He knows his body very well. 
He knows oh, how does to, he, he man? knows how to slip. He knows how he how to work his body. He knows his body well. Oh, okay. He knows how to work his body. Dude, it sounds like you were like saying he's taking twenty five sacks and he has been hit hard once this year. Yeah, I know. It's that. genius. Uh, but yeah, I mean they be they're the best bad team though. Like if you take Pittsburgh, Miami, Cincinnati. No man, Cleveland. Cleveland, they're Cle- better than Cleveland. No man, Cleveland's the best bad. I would team. love to watch those two teams play. That'd be a really good matchup. That'd be a great game. What would the line be? I think Cleveland make four point favorites. Oh, man, that's a good one. They don't play this year, do they? No, they don't. But yeah, I have Washington, Miami, Cincy, Cleveland, Arizona, Atlanta. I would I would say Arizona's probably the best bad team we have. The Giants too. The Jets include those two teams. It just seems like it I guess maybe it's because they're fun and they have a future going. Maybe that's what it is. Where the other two teams in Cincy and Miami, where is that no future? Well, I guess the Jets kind of have a future because Darnold's good. Their oh, coach is God. bad, but Darnold's good. God, we'll talk. Oh, that New England game. That was ugly. Kid Cuddy and Kanye. All he and did. Sam Darnold's uh, uh, EP. Oh. Kids see ghosts, you know. All he did was just, hey, I'm going to back up. I'm just going to throw it off my back legs every single time. <gasps> Toss up. Yeah. You're, not, you're not playing jackpot. Well, You're I mean, not saying jackpot, run to the ball. Like, yeah. what is he? Well, I don't know what the hell that was. There's no offense stability there. It's there all short nothing. passes. But it's weird too. Le'Veon was look, fine, by the way. They look great against Dallas. Like, they yeah, but Le'Veon was fine. Field. Le'Veon was running just fine. Yeah, but I don't think it's an issue with Donald at all. It's an issue with the coaching, the scheme. That's the what you think? Yeah, Donald's good. He's going to be good. I think so too, but that was all on him. Yeah, Gase is bad. I don't know, man. I'm also, okay, hold on. We'll, we'll touch on this now instead of touching on this now. Or later, do you do you remember? Did you watch the Jets versus New England game? Yeah, the very end on what Bill Belichick was doing. Yeah, smirking. Oh my! What a douchebag when he was doing the penalties of the false start for the punt, and Gaze just kept declining, and he did it again, and then he just was smirking as Gaze declined it again and looked so pissed off. Yeah, Bill Belichick is such a douchebag. Good. If you if you score zero points, you can do whatever you want to. What you believe in that? Yeah. Score some points. You know what? You can be upset. That's a poll. That's a poll right there. <laughs> score some points. Is that too douchey or score points? All right. I'll, maybe I can make the picture for the podcast episode that <laughs> Belichick smirked. Yes. Uh, also, lastly, Teddy, uh, Drew Brees may start this weekend. We're not talking about the Saints Cardinals, oh. but Teddy Bridgewater, 5-0 and as a starter, franchise quarterback during his five-game run, 115 for 165, a 70% passer. Nine touchdowns to two interceptions. He was sacked nine times in five games. To when he threw to uh, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, sixty-seven out of eighty, seven hundred forty yards, four touchdowns, five and zero franchise quarterback. Uh, <laughs> you keep saying franchise quarterback. Yeah. You keep repeating that now. That's five twice. Franchise quarterback. I don't know. He's in like go. He's in like go quarterback to Steelers next year. Win a Super Bowl. All right. Since we're not talking about them, hey, what happens if the Saints lose? Start Teddy Bridgewater. Is that what, like, what would the repercussions be? Do you think that the backlash should be immediate with the team? Do you think Breeze would get one more week? And if he does, what happens if he loses again? Just start Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. Don't even let him play. I Saints fans hate him, though. All they <laughs> want is for Breeze to come back. Yeah, they love The Breeze. Saints will just worship Breeze. That's all it is. Yeah. Even though Teddy can win them games, they're more like, that's what we expect him to do. He has the yeah, team around we, him. Hey, Drew Brees is a starter, 1-1. One one. Teddy Bridgewater is a starter, 5-0. Who's the better quarterback? Tell me. What's the, one, what's the only stat that matters? The Wins w. and losses, Eating man. that W. It's eating the Ws. 
Yeah. It's so genius. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what happens with him. So there there there's some good games this week specifically for me. We have T- Tampa Bay Tennessee. That's good. I'm I'm happy for you. We have Tampa Bay Tennessee, which I'm really sad Mariota blew it, so he didn't get the Jameis uh, Marcus Mariota matchup five years later. The first matchup, the Titans won 42-14, and I'll never forget because Mariota threw this like play action uh, slant to the middle of the field, the only pass he's been able to throw his entire career, and the guy took off and ran for like 64 yards for a touchdown. That's the only pass Mariota can complete. Instead, it's Ryan Tannehill, which is kind of a bummer, but I still like the idea of it. That's so mean to say. Ryan Tannehill is actually working the offense and actually throwing the ball to receivers. Yeah, I'm just, I wish it happened like a week after. What are you talking about? I don't know. I wanted to see Mariota, uh, uh, Mariota Winston. I wanted it. No. That was. I and by the it. way, can you believe that was one and two? Yeah. Can you believe that? So it was a different and time. Who's had the better career? I would say Jameis. He has. I mean, because like Jameis has done more with less than Mariota has. I mean, Mariota won a playoff game. And think he about threw it. A t- he self sucked a touchdown. Dude, think about it this way: Mariota's a surfer. Jameis stole crab legs. Okay. It's almost He's like a beach bum and a surfer. They were destined to be always intertwined. Yeah. Their destinies. So, so I guess Jameis can be Harry, and then Mariota can be. Uh, What's that guy whose parents die like really early? Maybe his parents died. The big stumbly re- guy. He's the other guy in the prophecy. I don't know. A go- not, I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't read this book. I'm not a baby. I don't read those books anymore. Yeah, you're too sophisticated. Uh, Denver, Denver Indy's kind of a fun game. I just like the way that game looks on TV. Denver I, and Indy is like not Denver. a fun game after watching what Denver was like. Yeah, it's that bad. Was the, that was awful. <laughs> that wasn't funny. I'm saying I just like whenever Denver plays Indy. Uh, I don't like when Denver plays at all anymore. Jets Jacksonville's kind of fun. We're going to talk about Philly Buffalo. We're not Jets And also, not Arizona fun. New Orleans is fun too. There's like some fun bad games this weekend. I don't know. That seems like a lot of bad. It's seems like a fun, lot of wipeouts. Yeah, but there's a lot of wipeouts in what you just said there. Oh, man. I missed the summertime already. Oh, just God. hanging out, watching Wipeout <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> you have a wife only in the summertime? Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Clar- Clarissa. Clarissa, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Clarissa. Yeah, we love to watch Wipeout together. That and that Steph Curry miniature golf show. Oof. Really uh, just cracks us up. He has a miniature golf show? Yeah. Where it's like an extreme miniature golf show. No, it's not. Yeah. We're looking up YouTube videos the moment okay, the show it's, ends. It's really good. So this week, or last week for our picks, I went one and three. You went one and three. I'm 14 and 12. You're 13 and 13. It's hard. God. Well, the thing about it too, it's hard. It's like we're just going with the most interesting games, not our best bets, our best picks. If we were doing our best picks, I think it would go a little bit differently. But we're not. We're Whatever. not trying to make money. We're I having need to stop time. picking with my heart. That's what my problem is. I'm picking with so much feelings and just so much emotion over here. I just I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Well, this isn't a country song. This is rational football analysis. A cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> cold beer tailgate. Uh, little little jean shorts. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Let me give off my little creepy vibe here to yeah. all my folks. Yeah. I wish I I wish I was like that's how I thought all the time. Yeah. Thought, Man, I can't wait for a cold beer and some jean shorts and a tailgate and a Friday night. <laughs> a Friday night. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I was. That's. I wish I could be. I wish I could think like that. That'd be so amazing. My life would be meaningful and beautiful if I could do that. Yeah, kind of. So the first game we're talking about tonight is Houston, Oakland. Then we'll discuss Philadelphia, Buffalo. Then we will discuss Carolina, San Francisco, and finally Cleveland, New England. 
So the Texans are playing at home against the Oakland Raiders. Come back home after a two-game road trip. Uh, went against the Kansas City Chiefs, a loss to the Indianapolis Colts. So last week on the show, we sat in the same seats. Yep. And I told you, I need to see it for one more week. Yeah. Like, I'm hopeful. I feel good. I'm very happy. But I need to see it for one more week. Because, like, a talent, like, team-by-team level, the uh-huh. Texans should have won by 10 points. Yeah. Instead, they were outcoached. Bill O'Brien had a terrible offensive game plan that included establishing the run mm-hmm. against the Colts defense that now had its two best players back. Shear played very well. Um, Darius Leonard was back too. It's like having Luke Keekley back on your defense. It yeah. makes a dramatic difference. Yeah, same thing. But rather than attack the Colts cornerbacks who are bad, their safeties, which they have none, they try to establish the run. They fell down uh, 21-9, fell down 28-16, try to come back, failed to do so multiple times in the fourth quarter. And it ended with Kiki Cutie dropping a high pass that Darius Leonard, of course, picked off. And they just lost because they were outcoached um, completely. The offense game plan was terrible. And so this week they're playing against a Raiders team that has bad... They have one good safety. Well, they have, their safeties are okay. But they have bad cornerback play, bad linebackers, no pass rush. But their offense is really good, though. They don't have any receivers. What are you talking about? But they're really good scheme. their receivers open. And they have three good tight ends. Moreau's good. Waller's good. Carrier's good. I think good. it's because it's Tyra the rookie Williams of the year. Back this week too. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like, I hate first round running backs, but I'm leaning towards Look Josh at this man. being good. Who picked him? Who picked him? This guy. This guy over here. I'm pointing to myself right that now because I was the one that pick. picked him as my rookie of the year. I think so I you could Kyler. suck on that. I think I picked Kyler. I think you did too. Yeah, I'm going to join the Mormon church and have a daughter. Either way, dude, Josh Jacobs is a real freaking deal. He is killing it. Also, their offensive line is really good, too. So this year, these are just some offensive line numbers for you. Okay, You ready? So their pressure rate, they're fourth in football, 19.4%. Just some line yards, which which tries to measure how much impact your offensive line has to the running game. They're at 4.92 yards, which is fourth. They've allowed eight sacks this year. They're fourth in just a sack rate, 4.3%. They're eighth in pass offense DVOA, tenth uh, in rush offense DVOA, and like this is a very efficient offense, a very uh, good ball controlling offense, a great running offense. The problem is that they don't score any points. But the reason why they don't score any points is that their quarterback. They've o- no, they've only <laughs> run 369 offensive plays, which is the 27th least in football. They just don't get enough touches. Their drives take a long time. They don't have enough explosive plays downfield, and their defense is bad. So, like, they have the perfect offense for a different type of team, you know? Like, they're like the Minnesota Vikings, both out of the Vikings defense. I think it's just easy for me. I'm pretty sure Gruden is sabotaging Derek Carr. No, he's done a great job for him this year. Okay. Do you think that Derek Carr is going to be staying with Gruden? Do you think Gruden's going to keep Carr? That's really my question for you. I don't know. I don't think so at all. The only, and the, the reason well, why... We talked about this offseason this summer. The well, biggest thing is they save, I think, like $17 million and they were to release him. It just it just seems like that everything else is kind of fitting into place. We Except have new the defense. Pe- well, we have new pieces everywhere, and the defense they're going to be able to work on. It's just young. Yeah. For God's sake, no, they not, drafted all like, their defensive the guys this past year. The biggest problem is their defense, and they don't have enough chances to throw yeah, the ball. Yeah, but Carr also fumbling in the end zone doesn't really help that anybody. That's, like, That's what I'm saying, but he's done that against Dallas. He's done it Here's once my before. Thing. He's not... Exactly. Well, also, that you, by the way, Josh you should Jay, never have to say that. <laughs> That's pretty accidents bad. Accidents happen. Twice. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you wet the bed. Twice. Sometimes you wet yeah, the bed. Hold on. You're a grown-ass man at this point. Sometimes, Twice. Sometimes you wet the bed. See, you know I'm right about this. No. Derek Carr's just, he's not that good. 
And this I is think kinda, he's good in this offense. I think they would. They don't have any receivers that can beat man coverage except oh, Tyrell Williams. Okay, and this is why I hate doing this because I hate him. Dude, if Aaron Rodgers on the Oakland Raiders, what are they? What? If Aaron Rodgers on the Oakland Raiders, what are they? Uh, they're probably like maybe one game better. That defense is so bad. The defense is really bad. It is really bad. I just think it's really young, so I can't. Yeah, like, I mean, like it can get. They can make that defense really, good in the off season. I don't think Gruden likes Carr. I just don't see the relationship at all between them. I just, I think Carr, all he wants to be is just the perfect child for Gruden, where all he's looking is for daddy's approval, and all. Like dad- Gruden shows up every two weekends. He's like, yeah, okay. It it reminds you. Okay, no, I got it. He's Drew Barrymore in Ever After. And all he wants to do is impress his stepmother, and his stepmother looks at him and just, "You're disgust. Go clean the go clean the house. Okay. You're not a, really a part of my family." And eventually, I'm gonna trade you. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, I mean, Gruden's done a very good job though creating open throws for him. Like they've done so much without any receiving talent. And like I didn't really realize how much they depended on Tam- Antonio Brown. And so like now that you watch this offense and it's good, you're like. Oh, they just need like one more receiver. Yeah, but Tyrell hasn't been healthy at all. Yeah, but like he's not a number one, true number one receiver. He's a, he's a really good number two. Yeah, he's yeah. a great number two. But like they're, they're missing that one aspect of their team. It's still hard to have though, unless you're Dallas Cowboys and you have two of them. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. Or you have the Texans and you have oh you have three three of them. Yeah, I'll yeah. put I'll give you guys three. You have us Kenny Stills. Man, he works really well with you guys, and he yeah, loves great. playing with Deshaun. And you know it's great whenever whenever they do it, whenever they throw the ball downfield to him. What it works really well. He had four catches last week for 103 yards. And by the way, I think he was four or four. He had six. I know. I think he had six. Oh, that was four or four. I think he had six. We need to look this up. But we're not going to stop there. You know what? Let's stop for a Kenny Still stat. Uh, but yeah, no. But so like, so this is the game right here. The Texans have no pass rush. They trade for Gary and Conley. Conley was terrible last week for the Packers, and Texans fans are very excited for him because they have no draft picks, and we're all going to die one day, so the future doesn't exist. But like, they're so excited oh for God. every player they, they trade for. Conley was a disaster against Green Bay last week. Like He gave up two touchdowns. He was beat deep multiple times. He missed multiple tackles. Uh, it was bad. And so like they, they're so desperate for quarterback play that I can understand the trade, but they need it. But I don't know. I don't think I don't think he's gonna be that great this year for him. And so the Raiders have. It's kind of also a shame too that they traded for Conley, so the Texans can't attack Conley this weekend. But they should trade for him next week after this game, so they could have spent all this week, you know, attacking him in this one. That's really mean to say. <laughs> I don't think the poor man deserves all that that's hate. But that's what every single team does. But, but yeah, like the the Raiders can't rush the pass, or they can't cover. But they have a great offensive line, and the Texans can't cover, and they can't rush the passer. So it's like, which offense do you like more, Taylor? Do you like the Raiders' offense that's run-heavy, ball control, or do you like the Texans' offense that has Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins? Will Fuller is out for multiple weeks. Kenny Stills, tight ends that can attack. their deep, their linebackers that are really good against the Kansas City Chiefs. Duke Johnson in the passing game. Which one do you like more here? Okay, you just named like so many different all-stars for the Houston Texans, and you named like nobody for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, Dar- Darren Waller's great. Uh, Foster Moreau's great. In the DJ end, Carrier's pretty in the good. end, I get your point here. I believe in the Houston Texans winning this game only because of the weapons they have and 
Oakland doesn't have much. Oakland's going to have to be able to run the ball with Josh Jacobs. And if Josh Jacobs isn't running the ball very well, Oakland kind of, what else They're do they? Screwed. Yeah. And but the only thing is they can pass block though forever. And Jacobs has always been able to run the ball, including Even against, against Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So That's either- the thing that kind of worries me. And the Raiders I, offense line's good. Yeah, like, but even with Mac last week, you guys still stopped them entirely. And yeah. Mac has been destroying everybody. Yeah. So that's also the other thing with it. Your your defense when it comes to that pass is just fine. No, the pass rush is bad. It's all JJ Watt, nobody else. It's a run defense that's good. Well, no, no, that's what I meant. It's just whenever it comes to the pass rush, it, Derek Carr's not going to be able to beat you guys. And that's why I don't think you guys having a bad pass rush is really going to be effective, I just, I like a I big deal here. I think here. Derek Carr can score 28 points. Exactly. I think Derek Carr can score 21 points. And by the way, do y'all know that that's what I've been saying about your team, is that you need to score 30 points, and if you score 30 yeah. points and you win the game. But even if they score 30 points, they can lose. Can you tell me one thing, too? What was with the touchdown with DeAndre last week? What was that? Uh, so they called, they called Watson down in the grasp, which is like a typical call. But the, my problem with this is that if you call him in the grasp, to protect him, you can't let him get hit after you call the play dead. Yeah. Like, you had to throw a 15-yard penalty on it. Yeah, when it, did they blow the whistle? Yeah, they blew the whistle. They blew the whistle, then how long like ago le- after that he hit him? I don't know. They blew it late. And so it's like he breaks up the first tackle. The second tackle takes longer, and he stays up. And then they he throws a touchdown to DeAndre. They throw the flag. And then he still gets hit anyways. And so that's the problem with that call. Like, I'm fine with them calling it in the grasp and calling it down, but you can't. Let him get hit after that. Dude, the refs are so bad. Yeah, that was bad. The refs are so bad this year. I don't even understand. Just bring in the replacements. They work so much better. Yeah. I remember or that. Just like make I remember them, when everybody said make them that. full-time employees. And it's like they went and got the worst refs they could possibly get in order to yeah, be in the NFL. That Seahawks game was... <laughs> they was did it all on purpose. Up. Conspiracy, Matt. Yeah. It's what this is. I got my Tim Foyle one right now. Dude, let's do it. Signs, baby. Yeah. I've, I've made that. Swing away. Today. What? what what'd you do? I said swing away. Yeah. Yeah, swing away. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh I like how the climax of the movies just his wife stuck in stuck in pinned to a car. God like, that's what the is climax a, like it's a movie about is, it's a movie about aliens and that's the climax of the movie. I thought that was like thirty minutes before the climax. No, and the, that's climax the climax was when he's holding the boy and he puts the poison and then he shoots him up with his uh adrenaline. In order to get his heart back going. I don't know. That's how I remember. See, you don't remember the proper. Did you stop it before the last 30 minutes? I, just, I haven't seen the movie oh, forever. Oh, that's the ending. She's you up know. against the tree with All the right. car. Well, let's talk about something else here. <laughs> so that's Raiders offensive line. Left tackle Colton Miller. He's been so good this year blocking the second level. Uh, it's amazing the difference between his first year and his second year. Left guard Rich Incognito. Really mean. He's been good this year too. Really good this like, year. Like he's always fighting somebody also. It's kind of what you want, but also not with your own team. Like I want to see what his brain looks like. I bet you it's normal. I bet it's covered in like hair. His brain's probably about my size. Like it's just probably if you expand it, it's probably so just shrunken down uh, with so many drugs. I bet it's weird looking. Oh yeah, I bet it's, it's like I bet it's like gray. It's like kind of purplish gray. Um, <laughs> Ronnie Hudson's back. Gabe Jackson's you back. You in colors. <laughs> Their right tackle, Trent Brown. He gave us hurt last week. The backup wasn't very good. But Trent Brown's the biggest man I've ever seen. And he also has like the most babyest face you'll ever see too. He's enormous. That's sweet. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I can't say the Texans getting a pass rush. And so really I think this game comes down to 
Derek Carr score 28 points? Dude, you're saying Derek Carr versus Watson Deshaun Watson. That's what you're really yeah, saying I think right this, now. I think this what it comes down to. It's like their passing tech. And the difference also is the Raiders can't even stop the run at all either. I think the Texans are going to run the same offense they ran against Kansas City where it's a lot of play action, pick and pop passing against their linebackers. Throw a play action on first and 10, throw it deep to Kenny Stills or Hopkins. And I think they score like 30 points in this game. But it's still Bill O'Brien. It's still the Houston Texans. They still botch this sort of thing all the time. They can't let like you just can't let anything just be like really good at all ever. It has to be this constant just playing uh, down to your competition. Two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, I think it's gonna be one score game. So oh. what's your pick for this one? All right. So I'm sorry, Texans fans. I believe in y'all. However, Texans twenty four, Oakland twenty three. For dramatic effect. Well, really let that one sit there. Wow. Dude. Good stuff. There it is. <laughs> uh, so I have the Texans winning 30-24. It's good. Like, there's a lot of talk. This is going to be a blowout. They're going to wipe the floor of the Raiders. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to be close. Yeah. Uh, Carr also By is the here. Way, He's completing 70% of his passes. Eight touchdowns, four receptions. He's also, this is the highest completion rate of his career. The highest yards per attempt of his career, too. Did you say the point spread for this? Oh, Houston, six and a half points. That's favorite. so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm God. taking Oakland with the points. I'm picking a six-point win. Yeah, I'm you are. The points. Oh, I'm taking Oakland. It's going to be a one-score game. There's no way that it's more than that. Otherwise, the team doesn't make sense, even though that would be something that they do. Yeah. I'm also, I just, I'm, and that's what you want to see, though, at the same time. I'm, mo- I'm most interested if the Raiders can run the ball against Houston. That, I don't think that's going to happen. Again, Marlon Mack that. couldn't. I love Josh Jacobs, but I just Marlon Mack couldn't. Yeah. And he's the one that's been looking better than Josh Jacobs to me. Well, they couldn't run the ball towards the left side. was a problem for Indy last week. But, I mean, they did run go the ball to the against right. Chicago. Just go to the right. Yeah, they should have ran J.J. Watt. Yeah, but Chicago's weird. Chicago has their own problems. Also, I like Max Crosby, too. He's like a Call of Duty character. <laughs> he, he sacked Aaron Rodgers after like a six-second sack and, did, and flashed the belt. And then Rodgers scores six touchdowns or whatever. Yeah, you don't do that. Big stuff. Yeah. Hey, the kid will learn, uh, but nice job for a fourth-round pick. Bad idea. So the next thing we have here, the Philadelphia Eagles heading up to Buffalo. The Bills are one half-point favorites. I, If I could be anywhere in the world this Sunday at 12 o'clock, I would want to be in Buffalo for this game. The Bills played you know, a tough game against the Dolphins, but you know it happens sometimes. Also, the rule of Josh Allen is that he never plays back-to-back bad games. He'll play you know, a bad game, but the next game he always really follows it up with a great one. And the Eagles are coming off a, a Sunday night meltdown. Yeah, I guess what the I I won't cuss on the show, but they last week was really bad for the Eagles. They lost two fumbles in their first possession. We're gonna say we're gonna say ass. No, <laughs> no, uh, but they lost two fumbles in their first two possessions. The Cowboys went up twenty-one-three. Russell Russell Douglas is really bad. They can't cover anybody. They're like really selling out to stop the run. And they always fall back behind 10 points, and they play catch-up all the time. Man, I was going to touch on this because you were like, oh, and just like everybody else, oh, Taylor, look, the Dallas Cowboys won. Look, they're number one in the division. Who gives a crap? You know what that proved to me? Philly's awful. Oh, my Lord. It's and sad. Just like even I thought they were going to be good this year, like really good. Yeah, they, they don't look good at all. And the fact that you were known to be able to give up the pass, Kirk Cousins, everybody laughed, everybody knew your secondary was trash, but yet you could stop the run, and yet Zeke just manhandles you the entire time. 
and then Demarcus Lawrence, you allowed him to earn a paycheck? I just... I wasn't expecting that big of a blowout, especially in a rivalry game. That was against Lane Johnson, too. That wasn't against the rookie, Andre Dillard. Dillard had a good game against Quinn. And everybody on this team going into the season was ranked so high at their position because they were the top guys. And they look awful. And it's not Carson Wentz as much as I could really say it, even though if you take away Ertz from him, as you can see, then he's done. Yeah, It's just nobody's helping him. He's getting no support Either way, because the defense is so awful, you're expecting him to score 40 freaking points They can't a game. run the ball very well either. Like it's Howard's so good, hit like and miss. when you're down by 14 yeah, in the you're first done. quarter. Yeah, I mean, they fall, they fall behind way, way too often. And like their secondary, too, you know, they had the injuries. Um, Maddox played really well. Uh, LeCron played really well, too. They played a lot better whenever Malcolm Jenkins was healthy. They added Anderson Sandejo. And so I was like, well, they have these two guys who are super young that found nowhere to start playing well. Then they got these guys healthy. Their secondary is going to be good this year. No, it's been awful. They play, yeah. they play all those cover three and cover four, and they still give up deep passes. And it's impossible to give up deep passes when you run cover four. Everybody beats them, and the pass always goes over their head to where it's just something. Yeah. You just immediately just see a receiver behind them. It doesn't make any sense with this team. I, they have the guys, and wasn't there – their best corners are the ones that are getting picked on right now yeah, they're stars when it comes to quarterbacks. Last year. Yeah, so these are supposed to be the guys that the Philadelphia defense was reliant on and saying that they were... Weren't people picking this team to go to the freaking Super Bowl? I did. What has changed? They're, I mean... Like, what is injured? Like, that's my point, though. Like, what is injuries also, happen here? No, they're not that injured. That's well, the also, problem. Like, their defense line's getting pressures, but not getting sacks as part of it. And, like, their cornerbacks are slow on the outside, and they don't have any safeties that can affect those passes down the sideline. But these guys were rated and they so well at their position, then all of a sudden, what, they're awful? Well, again, like, no, their, their secondary is awful. had that lull, and then it picked up once the young guys started to get it. So, it's like, okay, yeah, they're going to have these guys come back. And now they're gonna have these young guys who play very well, and it just hasn't happened. And they're and they're again their front's not getting sacks. They're pressuring the quarterback, but they're not getting sacks at all. All I know is I'm gonna reverse ship here because now let's talk about the Buffalo Bills and how they're gonna destroy the Philadelphia Eagles, and how this defense is just. I don't think Carson Wentz is gonna be able to do anything. Yeah, this is them. the the seventh best pass defense by yards per attempt, and actually that's incorrect. Oh, stats are incorrect. You know what? I'm just going to say they're top five because that's exactly what they look like. That this defense uh, is just... Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're fourth in pass defense, DVA, but they're like 23rd in run defense. DVA. Yeah, it's a, it's a top five pass defense. Yeah, they've been able to run the ball on them some. But yeah, like again, the Eagles don't run the football. Yeah. And so they're going against one of the best pass defenses out there. And I think they'll be able to rush the pass or something too with how well they blitz as well. And they're at home, too. And they're going to be drunk. And it's going to be loud. And it's going to be 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I saw a video the other day, and it was what Buffalo Bills do in the parking lot before games. Yeah. And they were doing wrestling moves where a guy truly picked up another guy, and he body slammed him yeah. on a table. They've been doing this for, like, four years. Uh, Matt, it looked like the guy, like, broke his neck, and then he immediately stood back up, and they started screaming and shotgunning beers. Yeah. Matt, that's a scary place. They've I thought Philly was hardcore. They... Because they beat up other people's fans, but that's just, they beat up each other, yeah. and they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's love, baby. I mean, what else are you going to do in the team's 4-12? and 12? But they've been doing this for four years. Like this, That's why I've been wanting to go to a Bills game. Let's just go to a snow game. Yeah, that's why I wanted to go. That's all I want to be able to do. Yeah, we should try to go. I'm so down. 
I don't know, man. We missed out on the greatest opportunity. Still. That was the game would have gone. That to. was the game that we would have been. Yeah. We had it planned. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I th- think here too. So like Josh Allen has been that good of a deep field quarterback. He's missed a lot of downfield throws. He's been better at like the intermediate range. Where Him he and Brown just, are like, getting better though. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's good, like fifteen yards away. We can throw a ball really hard in a straight line, but he's been missing his like you know he like heavenly heaving throws and the nice big arcing spiral. He's been missing those. And, like those are the throws that are always opening against Philadelphia, and so I just want to see Josh Allen have like a twenty for thirty game, like three hundred yards and four touchdowns. I said this last week, and he did do against Miami. But he can this week. So he I, could. I have a question because I'll be honest with you. I don't really watch Allen that much. I've seen him about two games, and that's this year, only when we're talking about the Buffalo Bills here. However, is he supposed to be more of like a Lamar Jackson with the rushing? No, he's like Michael Vick. Vick was never. Well, that's like, what they keep comparing Lamar Jackson but to. No, Jackson's a different. Jackson's like Kaepernick, where he's a manufactured runner. Well, that's the offensive the coordinator game. as well. Like Allen's not like he's not a manufactured runner. He's a scrambler. Michael Vick was never like running like option plays and zone reads and stuff. I guess. I guess the reason why I was asking is: Is Allen supposed to be the guy? Because you're saying like over three hundred. Is he supposed to be the guy? It's two hundred fifty yards, a hundred yards rushing. Like sixty-five. 70. Sixty-five. That's what you're yeah. spending. Because that's what it seems like. Where. That's if he is best at running the ball, then he should they should work that more in. I don't think the offense is He's a scrambler. I know. He's also just doesn't he's, design he's also well. twenty one and they're trying to t- turn him into like a pocket passing quarterback. It's not gonna work. Option. Who knows? Man, he needs to be free. You and he wants he to be himself, free himself. It, that's the he issue. Let if you rely on an offense where you're telling him, Hey, guess what? We're gonna allow you to be free, but you need to be safe. Well, when that's you're the free. problem, though, is they don't. The problem is that whenever he runs, he runs head forward into guys and just like throws his like t- opens up his skull and throws his own brains. Why can't we have training wheels before we no. start with two wheels? He has no frontal lobe. He's beautiful. But yeah, <laughs> so like they do lobe. like to like pull run power and stuff with him. Allen's gonna turn a quarterback sneak into a forty yard touchdown one day. And it's yeah, gonna be I agree. Greatest of my life, uh, but. My football watching life. I've had a very beautiful, meaningful life. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, All like right. I, they, I, I think that's the main reason why they're not doing that as much. You're saying is that while you're crying. They're saving that for big games whenever they absolutely have to have them do it. They don't want them to get hurt, and they're trying like you know teach them to throw it from the pocket a little bit more. But I mean, this is a good matchup for Buffalo, though. You got John Brown. Oh yeah. By the way, since we didn't touch on it beforehand, let's combine the games. So the Zay Jones trade. From the Buffalo to the Oakland. Yeah. Do you think that makes a difference with any team here? Because I know Zay that Jones Buffalo was good. Was, well, yeah, but Zay Jones wasn't working well with Buffalo. Yeah, he never And did. that was the issue. He just didn't pick up the offense nah, or something. I'm, I would have loved to see Houston even trade one of their draft picks for Zay Jones. He's, Zay Jones is good. Now he's my, with Oakland. My fear was that the the Patriots are going to trade a six-round pick for him, and then he just have like 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. No, the Patriots have Mohamed Sanu now. For a second-round pick, which is weird. Why? He's 30. He knows how to read an offense. I know, but a second round picks a lot. Yeah, but I don't think anybody else. He's a second receiver on their team. Are you th- you maybe will get AJ Brown for a second round pick. No, they're not. Not with Tannehill now. He plays for Cincinnati. Oh wait, AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ Green. Green. My bad. I thought. Yeah, see, yeah. I had that right. My bad. Green. Um, a second round pick's a lot to give up for. A like pretty good wide yeah, but receiver. since you would feel like they would get, they would need a first, and I would say no because of injury. Yeah, nobody would trade a first round pick. By the way, how dare you get your colors mixed up, brown and green? What does it matter with you? I play too much Clue. I'm all confused. <laughs> 
It's such a good game. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm always Mrs. Here. White. Um, yeah, so I the other thing, I, so I think this game comes down to two things. One, can Buffalo throw ball deep against Philadelphia? And then two, can Carson Wentz actually go up against a tough passing offense and be like an elite quarterback? And then also the Eagles, too, they don't really keep a lot of secondary blockers in at all. And the uh, the Bills love to the blitz. They love to the blitz safeties. They love to the blitz their linebackers. And they've had problems picking up the blitz this season, too. And it's just been like an uncharacteristically, uh, uncharacteristically weird offensive line for Philadelphia. Again. A lot of free rushers, a lot of missed second-level blocks. Everybody can tell me what they want, but even their offensive line went into this season. They were ranked in the top five. Everybody believed that this was... What has changed? I'm so confused why it seems like Philly's getting a pass here. Somebody's getting a pass on this team, and I'm trying to figure out what it is, Maybe but it's pissing you, me sometimes off. Sometimes you have bad seasons. What is this? Oh, sorry. Sometimes you go it through happens. a rut. What the and hell? you your way out of it. I'm so tired of this. I know, but the thing, I think the biggest thing about Philly is that after that win by the Cowboys, this division's not over at all. They're only they're a game and a half back. Yeah, but, dude, they, they just have an easier got destroyed. Schedule. So? No, no. Destroyed it by Kirk Cousins and by the Dallas Cowboys. It doesn't matter. Uh, that matters. It's still to win me. loss records. Think about it. I would think about it like Kirk is in the Washington right now. It's like you just went through the old division again and you lost Carson. There's not like an aggregate though. You know what? I'm doing it my way. Okay. It's not soccer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It doesn't matter how much you lose by. It does in the division. No, it doesn't. Yeah, bragging rights. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So what's your pick for this game? And the Eagles, the Buffalo Bills are one half point favorites. I actually have Buffalo here, 22. I have the Philadelphia Eagles, 15. So I have the Buffalo Bills, 20. The Philadelphia Eagles, 16. And also the, the Cowboys trade for Michael Bennett today, Super Bowl. They trade a six-round pick for him. Wait, wait. Which Bennett are we talking about? Michael Bennett. Which Michael Bennett? The defensive lineman. No, don't tell me this. They did. I don't want this. Yeah. What did they trade for? Like a six-round pick. Okay, never mind. It's fine. Wasn't he having issues with New England? Yeah, they weren't friends. Yeah, they hated each other. Yeah. And that was the whole problem. I think they even yeah they they uh, suspended him as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good thing he's going to hey, Dallas. Hey, uh, <laughs> make sure you make sure you quote me that source. I'm breaking news here. So hey. we're, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back. We'll talk about Carolina, San Francisco, and Cleveland, New England. One thing is, I want to see the 49ers play like down ten. They've constantly had a lead. They've run 221 offensive plays with a lead. This is sixth most in football this year. They're never behind. Jimmy Garoppolo makes one hard throw a game. That's it. That's all he makes is one tough throw a game. He's not Everything that good. Everything else is so easy. I think they'd be better with like Beat Hard or Nick Mullins, you know? Like everything is, or like they would not necessarily better, but they'd be just as good. He, everything he throws is so easy. They everything. Need, they need a dual threat quarterback. They need Beat Hard or something. Or like Colin Kaepernick. They need something that's, yeah, I know. <laughs> they need something that's going to be able to run. The, I'm not even kidding though. They would be so much better with the offense, everything they're wanting to do. Because Jimmy G, he is awful. He's weird. He was 12 for 21, but, I mean, like, man. He hasn't played in a while. I understand this sort of thing. And he, he'll probably get better. But again, like, what? He, he's also playing within the confines of the way this offense oh, has I'm been. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we give a guy an entire season to see? Yeah, we'll give him some How time. How long do we give him? I say give him like week 10. Also, the thing is, too, they haven't, had, they haven't needed him, though. So we don't know how good Garoppolo is because he hasn't had to do anything at all whatsoever. The defense is ridiculous. The defense is ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. They. 
I, I'm trying to decide who do you think is a better defense, Matt, the 49ers or New England's? Uh, the 49ers only because they've played one team and the Patriots have played zero teams. Who's that one team for you? The best team the Patriots have played is the Buffalo Bills. No, Yeah, that's more of a team. Who's the team that 49ers have played against for you? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Buffalo Bills are more of a team the than Rams the Rams. The Rams have a top 10 offense, though. There like it a is. a fringe top 10 You know offense. what? We're breaking news here. The Buffalo Bills, Bills are better than the Rams. Yeah, I would say they're a better football team. Yeah. But the Rams have a better offense. I'd give more credit. i put more eggs in that basket. Oh, we're not doing this. Oh, you that's Josh <laughs> and me. All right, so here's the numbers I wanted to bring up. Backup quarterback Kyle Allen and Jimmy Garoppolo. Allen, DVA at 3.5% 15th. Garoppolo, negative 1.9% 18th. Um, adjusted yards above average. Kyle Allen, 126.17th. Garoppolo, 105.18th. Yards per attempt. Allen's at 7. Garoppolo's at 7.6. Completion percentage. Kyle Allen, 65.6%. Garoppolo, 68.3%. Touchdowns to interception ratio. Kyle Allen, 7 to 0. Garoppolo seven to six, but Kyle Allen has lost four fumbles and Garoppolo has lost two. So, which quarterback do you think is better, or are they just kind of the same? They're the exact same quarterback, which is really bothering to say because Jimmy G has a starting job, even though Kyle Allen's probably going to be replacing Cam for the entire year. I don't know. Even though, yeah, see, why am I hearing reports that they're talking about Cam coming back? Because they love Cam. It's bothering the crap out of me. He is dressing like a grandma because he is retired. <laughs> okay? Cam is done. The Carolina he Panthers should be like, done. He does dress like a 57. He has dressed like a 57-year-old librarian. They don't need him. The hey, look, team is, is happy. Oh, got it. He dressed like a 57-year-old librarian in 1996. <laughs> Why 1996? Like a lot of like big turquoise necklaces, like really loose floral hanging satin. That's what you really, you know what? I don't. Like her had glasses around his neck on like the pearls. He looks like the, yeah, he would look like the librarian from the Extremely Goofy movie. I get what you're saying. That works out. All right. But still, I don't understand. The Kyle Allen deserves a job. Carolina Panthers believe in this kid. And the team is a lot better. It's just, it runs smoothly. It's the same thing with the Jimmy G and the 49ers offense, where it just works. I don't think Jimmy G is that good, though. Your whole analysis of 10 points once they're down, it'll never happen. I want to see it happen. It won't it's gonna happen. happen. It can't because Jimmy G won't ever bring them back. Well, no, I'm saying that that whole situation... So that whole situation hasn't happened. I'm not saying I want to see Garoppolo lead them back down 10. I just want to see the 49ers play down 10. You I want to see how they Yeah, I want to see them actually have to come back and play a team. They haven't had to do it yet. They play one hard game. I just don't think that even this week, I'm not even quite sure if they're going to be able to be down by 10 points. No, I don't think so. I'm not sure what we're going to be able to get out of this. Because what's their, do you know what their remaining schedule is too? For the 49ers? Yeah, 49ers. Do well, they have like something tough? I think we talked about it beforehand. I didn't think their schedule was that tough. And in their division, it seems like they're dominating their own teams. They haven't for played God's Seattle sake. yet. Yeah, but Seattle, unless the magician has a magician type game, Seattle's not going to win that game. Well, I mean, Seattle did give up two non-offensive touchdowns last week, and they lost by you know sixteen or whatever. But they play Carolina at Arizona, Seattle, Arizona. Green Bay at Baltimore at New Orleans, Atlanta, Los Angeles at Seattle. There so it's go. gonna get tough. There you go, man. The Green Bay game should be fun for you too. Well, also Baltimore's gonna be fun. New Orleans is gonna be uh, fun. I don't know. The LA game is gonna be fun again. The two Seattle games are fun. It's gonna get tougher. 
they've had it very nice and comfy and cozy. I think we have a. It's been uh, a weighted blanket schedule so far for them. We have a different definition of fun. Yeah, F we do. We F do. is for friends who do no. stuff together. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think the thing about the Panthers too, Cam Newton coming back. Cam Newton's better than Kyle Allen if he's healthy what? and if he if he's a running back if he can run. When if he seen, can't run, he's not. When have you seen Cam Newton win a game? What are you talking? When was about? the last time you seen Cam Newton win a football game? Uh, last year. When I can't name a specific week, game. It was like week seven. I mean, last year. But yeah, it was something ridiculous. He got hurt week eight last year against the Steelers. He and still then his entire season fell apart. How many weeks did he play straight with losing eight? He played, yeah, he played like eight straight games. That's hurt. what I'm talking about. He was hurt in the oh, season so too. Now, okay, well, guess well, yeah, what? He's look, hurting he's the been, team more. Yeah, he's hurt the team by playing hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying Cam Newton healthy, being able to run is what, is what the difference is. It, okay, well, here's the difference. Like, I think Allen's a backup quarterback. It's this easy. He's not, though. He's, he's better fine. Cam, he just doesn't he doesn't complete enough deep field passes. Is Carolina going to sign Cam in the offseason? After this no. season ends, are he they going to sign he's Cam? He's under contract for two more years. I thought it was this season. He's not free agent this year. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm coming in next week with my stats. They will, I need a stats guy. The difference. Just give me a stats guy. The difference is that they can trade him or release him and save money this year if they do. But they. Okay, maybe but that he's was under it. contract though. Oh well, then he's going to Denver. That's solved. Uh, it's Look, you even do. looked at me confused, like you wanted to be like, "Well, maybe." <laughs> you thought of it. I just like the idea of like, no, I want to see Andy Dalton in Denver. No, what, I'd much rather see. I want to see that a healthy Cam in Denver is better than the no, Red Rock. I want to see that orange hair and those orange jerseys. But it's so it's so. The problem with Andy Dalton going to Denver, it's the classic Elway move where it yes, doesn't work. That's why. It's the classic. I can, I can already hear Elway. Yeah, we think Andy has a lot of great football still left in him. We feel like he hasn't scratched the surface of where he can be as a quarterback. And we think Denver's the place that's going to take him there. Week six, one and five. Did you look up how many times he said that before? He says it all the time. He probably has said it eight times. You know, and I think the biggest thing, too, like if you had time machine with the whole you know name redacted thing, was that whenever you're bidding against the Broncos for a quarterback, he's probably bad. <laughs> yeah. That was the best, the best uh, point of it, you know. <laughs> he's... Man, I feel so bad. But yeah, Cam would be much better. So the really the, the key to this game though is the fact that the 49ers have the second best rushing offense in football. The Ravens have the best rushing offense. And the Panthers have one of the worst rushing defenses in football. They play a lot of nickel. They sell out to stop the pass. They have a lot of like small like not necessarily smaller, but their defensive tackles are better at rushing the pass and stopping the run. Uh and so I don't I think San Francisco just gonna run all over them this game. I'm really hoping that San Francisco doesn't do that because I thought I was going to say last year that Seattle was the most boring team of all time I've ever watched. San Francisco may take that cake this year. I just I like their front seven though. They're like, so awful, just man. Just watch the watch the line of scrimmage. You and watch by them. the way, I was at work the other day and a 49ers fan was talking crap to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw the Cowboys lose to the Jets. Good thing y'all beat the Eagles. What the hell? You're a 49ers fan. Yeah, this year. What is this? That's one of the joys what of, is of working in Austin, where it's like, no, yeah, uh, there's like a fan of every team. In every every team is in Austin. Yeah, like every team that you go, it's disgusting. And also, I was gonna say though, they're the exact same, just boring team where you just don't understand where Jimmy G doesn't have to do much. However, if McCaffrey can get off to the hot start, and if he is that MVP, this is the game where we may be able to see the Jimmy G have to prove himself. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't, everyone's going to be proven right. 
I can't wait to bet against the 49ers in the playoffs. Oh, by the way. I can't wait. I have another scenario for you because I just thought of this. We should do a poll. Oh, yeah. Who's better? Yeah. Yeah. Brissette or Jimmy G? Brissette. Oh, oh, oh. close. Dude, and they had all three. Think of that. Yeah. Tom, Jimmy G, Brissette. Brissette beat the Texans on four days of game planning on Thursday Night Football. And the... The Patriots shut out the Texans 2016. Yeah, Bill doesn't know what he's going to do. Like, yeah, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> uh, I don't mean that. He's a great guy. They're Very great guys. He just had a bad week last week. I'm talking about Bill Belichick. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm never going to believe again. <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to bring up for this game is that I, my father told me once, you don't bet on dog races because the dog that gets out of, out of the gate first wins. That's how it works with the dog race. There's no skill to it. There's no like analysis all for it. Just whichever dog gets out of the gate first wins. I just need a dog race game where whichever team gets the lead first gets a two possession lead first will win this game. And I think it's just me for I think it's me for San Francisco just because they're really that's the biggest matchup in this game is they're running offense against the Carolina Panthers defense. So I have the uh, I have the Four Niners winning a close one, twenty seventeen. So I'm gonna pick Carolina with the points though. All right, so I have something similar. It's a five and a half point game. However. I think San Fran loses this week, everybody. I have Carolina, 17. I have 49ers, 13. Wow. <laughs> you already here first, folks. And by the way, I love the long, dramatic pause. I know. Every I single it. time. <laughs> I love it. It's so well I've done. I've been practicing all week. Yeah, we need to, instead of having like a dingo in the baby show, we need to start having sound effects in the background. No, I like the quiet. You like the, the rain quiet? in the background? Oh, okay. It's we like, should have like an ocean sound though, or something. We're not at the ocean. Yeah. Well, who cares? I know. Oh, this is the LA studio. We're close yeah. to the ocean. Oh yeah, you will. Yeah, we're that. just not on the ocean. We're close to the ocean. Two different things. We're not in Malibu. We're in Laguna. No, we're not. We're in, we're in <laughs> LA, dude. Everybody's trying to make make it something. This big city. So yeah, we work at Hollister. The last game we have here, <laughs> I would actually. You know, yes. I'm a grown man. I don't think I'm ever going to dress up for Halloween again. But if I did, I think I would wear Hollister clothes <laughs> yes, and flip flops and like comb my hair real long and be <laughs> like, yeah, I just like Fallout Boy. <laughs> Fallout Boy? That's what Oh, I- is this yellow card? <laughs> Sugar, we're going down. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. And then just walk away after every time. Um, so the last game we're talking about is at three. O'clock. There's a lot of good three o'clock games. Like there the best is. games are at three o'clock uh, on Sunday. So we have Cleveland, New England. The Patriots are 13-point favorites. Entering the season, this is kind of can be like, well, this is the first tough game the Patriots have to play. Their beginning schedule is so easy, that sort of thing. It just got easier. The Browns are bad. Uh, but you like the Browns this weekend, so let's hear it. It's this easy. I don't think Tom Brady's that good. I'm going into this right now, and I'm going to state on the record for this year, Tom's lost something. I don't know if it's the receiving core. Just wait until December. Uh, Wait until December. Maybe, and I know we've eaten these words before because like we've talked about, the arm turns into the cannon like it did last year in the playoffs. It's just, man, he didn't look good against the Jets. That defense looks phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. They're the ones that cause all the turnovers. They even scored points. He doesn't look that good, though, and he didn't look that good against them. But like I said, I don't know if maybe that's the receiving core or what, but if you got pressure on Tom right now, he's freaking out in the pocket. 
Yeah, because he's 47 years old. (laughs) Exactly. But exactly that point where he now he's starting to think about his age. But which team can rush the passer against him? I think the Cleveland Browns. I mean, Miles Garrett's good, but the rest. But Sean Richardson's been kind of let down. Olivia Vernon has one sack this year, which is bad. And just to let you know, the Cleveland Browns get at least three roughing the passer calls a game. Yeah, they're good at that. So there's going to be a late hit on Brady once or twice. Their backup quarterback in preseason two was like. 55 for 60 for 700 yards and seven touchdowns. That's good, right? I don't know what the guy's name was, but they got him in like the sixth round or whatever, too. It's. I just feel like that this is the game where everybody's going to be going into believing that New England's going to blow them out. And by the way, that point spread's disgusting. Yeah, it's absurd. Like, that's absurd. It's I don't embarrassing. Think, yeah. If I you're just Cleveland Brown, that you're embarrassed. Good. There's no way that Tom in this offense, I am believing in. The Muhammad Sanu, we talked about it earlier. Do you think that he's going to be able to make that big of a difference? I, I just can't. I understand trying to second round pick for it. Like, it, it's helpful. But it's a With guy Josh who, Gordon being out for the rest of the year. They need can, a deep threat. He can read a playbook, though. Dorsett's hurt, too. You know he can read a playbook. When he's, all, he's a deep threat. He can also throw the ball very well. There you go. And Tom yeah. knows how to catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen it before. Oh. So the one thing that kind of gives me. Some hope. Do you believe in anything game. I just said? Not really. The okay. one thing that does right. um, <laughs> is you. that Denzel Ward's healthy. Greedy Williams is healthy. I can't wait to watch Greedy Williams play football. Greedy Fly. Okay. I won the Texans to draft him really badly, but they don't. They don't do anything. Want him to do? Okay. Here's your uh, depressing story. But but that being said, the pro- even if they're back though, the Browns have the 31st ranked run defense this year. The Patriots are aren't built around Tom Brady anymore. They're built around their defense and they're built around their power run scheme. And they don't even need Brady to be good. He doesn't have to throw the ball outside at all. He can just keep handing the ball off. They can keep running power. They can keep running counter. They can keep running lead. And they can just gash the Browns keep their offense off the field. And even then, you kind of want their offense to be on the field because there's so many mistakes. Baker's like the 30th best quarterback in football this year. The only quarterbacks he's better than better than are what Darnold and Daniel Jones, maybe. Jones had one good game, like four bad games. Yeah, Baker's had one like, good Baker's game. Like, Baker's the worst non-rookie quarterback this year. Hold so on. you kind of want them on hold the field. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying and to Stephen think Gilmore no, 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 that's not true. Odell Beckham's a bad matchup. I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Jared Goff. I wouldn't. I would rather. I think I would. Yeah, I'm I'm going with that. I'm going to put my aim to that. Okay, but going back to... Uh, Everything you it's just a good said question, here. Though. That's the poll for this week. So my whole thing is with this team going into this week. I wanted to talk about this game because, like I just said, I believed in this team. However, I changed my mind, and that's just because what we talked about earlier as well, Matt. What the hell, dude? I was like, the Cleveland Browns have been focused. They are going to. They're going to be paying attention to they this game. They're going to be ready for New England. They're never ready. This is the game it's that they are going to want to turn around their season. They never turn around. And then. Jarvis Landry, we guarantee a win against the New England Patriots. And then he what does, the hell? And then he said, no, I said we're going there to win, not we're going to win. No, no, there. No, no, you forgot the T-H-E-R-E. Yeah, yeah. What? And then Odell, there's another article about him talking about how much he loves Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and how he's always wanted to play with them. And then Baker's just been complaining about the refs, even though he was fine. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it again. They need to be held accountable. Shut the hell up. Focus on the damn game. <laughs> None Ma- of them are Ma- focusing and on Miles any- Garrett's just like, yeah, I have 11 sacks. Yeah. I like dinosaurs. I like sacking the quarterback. I watch anime. Yeah, what's up with the rest of you guys? Like, I don't... 
man, I can't believe it. Whenever I started reading all the things that they said today, I, come on. So, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? You're just giving them five. They're laughing. Tom's now sitting there just pumping up the arm. That's all he's doing. No, he's not. He's you, he, he has the arm in a hyperbolic chamber. He sleeps within this chamber. He's that's like, what I mean. Checking, waiting for December to happen. And then he's like, well, he's like, I need to try out something new. And then he releases it for moments like this. This isn't the moment, though. He's going to teach them a lesson at least on one drive, probably the maybe opening one, drive. Maybe one drive. It's going to be the opening drive where it's going to be just like what he did against the Jets. A 16-minute play drive. It was really like eight minutes, but still. Oh, they can you know pull I mean? off a 16-minute play drive against the Browns. That'd be disgusting. So the Browns are uh, 31st in run defense, allowing 5.3 yards to carry. So this is a question I have for you. I like questions. So the Patriots, they beat Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger before he got hurt for the year. They won in Miami. They beat the Jets. They won in Buffalo 16-10. They beat the Redskins, the Giants, the Jets. Is this the best team they played this year in Cleveland? Yeah. They're bre- the Cleveland's better than the Bills? No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, that's different, though, because we both agreed they would have lost. Yeah, this is I mean, this like is that's the, what I mean. This is like the most talented team, I guess. But this isn't the best thing they played so far is the Bills. And yeah, you know, you know they play the Bills again, week sixteen. Exactly when it hey, doesn't matter. The the Patriots can be fifteen and zero, the Bills fourteen and one, going okay. to New England okay. for the AFC oh, championship. Okay. So, you, but the, the Patriots schedule is about to get tough. They're seven and zero right now. After this week, they play in Baltimore, then the bye at Philly, Dallas, at Houston, KC. At Cincy, then Buffalo, Miami to end it. So they have a tough five-game stretch coming up, but they're going to be A and O or so. The one hope we have for a non-New England Super Bowl is that they lose to Baltimore, they lose to Philly, maybe they lose to Houston, which is never going to happen. They no. lose to KC, Houston, Texans. That's what we were going to say here. What we need to have happen though is that they can't get the number one seed, they can't get first round by, they can't get home field advantage because if they do, they're going to walk into the Super Bowl again. So and it's gonna happen. They're gonna be thirteen and three. This you know year. what? I'll agree with you on this. I think they would lose if they went into Buffalo for a playoff well, game. I don't. But they're not gonna have to though. They don't have to go anywhere. Man, I they're thought you go just. I three. thought you believed in your scenario there. Yeah, but I'm saying you just would, laid it all out at, for me. They'd be at home for Buffalo. Would be fourteen and one against and fifteen and zero. New England's fifteen and zero. Buffalo's fourteen and one. Yeah. They'd be in New England though. They're, so they're one in Buffalo already. So? Oh, man. I know. <laughs> I'd be the greatest day of my life. Oh, not my. true, though. Yeah. Not true. Yeah. By the way, the Buffalo Bills podcast will be right back. Um, but it's, a, I mean, it really is just stupid how they keep getting away with this. They don't have to play anybody at all. At least it's going to get tougher. But and it's like, I'm excited to see what their defense looks like against a good offense. I really have no, like, their defense is spectacular, and the whole team's is zero, three points, zero points, 14 points, 10 points, 7 points, 14 points. 48 points zero total, points. by the way. Uh, yeah. I did that math just for you. Sounds good. 48 points. Whatever you say, I would say great. 48 for seven games. Great job. That's disgusting. That shouldn't happen, Matt. Yeah. You're averaging seven points, less than seven points a game. These are the worst offenses in football. So I'm excited to see what this defense does against Baltimore, KC. Dallas, Houston, Philly. Not it's going to be a fun five-game stretch. Dude, I was so happy for Cleveland. I was so happy going into this game. Why do they have to talk? Why do they always have to talk? 
They're uh, they're very stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> That's the problem. They don't have a smart person on that team to be like, guys, shut up. Miles Garrett just again, he's too big of a nerd where he's just I'm worried about Miles Garrett. No, I think he just understands like I need to get the quarterback and they can just do whatever else they're doing. I don't know what those hippies are doing over there on the offense. That you know what my problem with Baker is? It's that state farm commercial where he's like watching on the big screen with his girlfriend's going like, Can I get a soda? And he walks away to get there, so it's like, how you straw? And he gets the so it's like, be a leader. Be a man. Stick up for whoa. yourself. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's my problem with Baker Mayfield. I wasn't. Whoa. That was. <laughs> I've, man. Been, I've been saying that for an hour and eight seconds. By the way. That's that's Bold the best take, thing. I, right? That's the best thing I've heard from you all day. Bold take. Should Baker be a bigger man? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going way over there. That's his problem. Oh, but he blamed the referees for the loss. Not putting his foot down. Again, man, that's three different guys. So talking about just three different asinine things. Yeah. I hate all entering one game. Just all entering, and this is all in a twenty-four <laughs> hour period of time. To three best players on offense, uh, but it, I mean, it's also like when dumb Dude, teams play asses. play smart teams, they lose. So, what's your pick for this game? All right. Either way, I have Cleveland covering. That's a ridiculous spread, no matter what. So I have the Cleveland Browns. 21, I have the New England Patriots, 28. One possession is absurd, but I have New England winning 30-21. I think they're going to win by two touchdowns, but uh, I, I, I would take, I'm going to take the points in this case, though. Two 13 is a lot. Two touchdowns is absurd, man. 13 is a lot. Like, what the... I would place a bet on this game. Yeah. Let's bet on it. Okay. All right. All right. I We're don't, doing it. Actually, I'm not doing that. Why? No, I'll bet on... I'll have to talk later. All right. We'll All pick right. Division three college later. Yeah. <laughs> so, to go to recap real fast. So, uh, Houston are six and a half point favorites against Oakland. The Texans, are, I have them at 30-24. You have Houston 24-23. The Buffalo Bills are one and a half point favorites. I have Buffalo 2016. You have Buffalo 22-15. The San Francisco 49ers are at home, five and a half point favorites against the Carolina Panthers. I have the 49ers 2017. You have the Carolina Panthers 17 13. Cleveland's playing New England. The Patriots are 13 point favorites. I have New England 30 12. You have New England 28 21. And we're both taking the points in this one because they're absurd. Yeah. Uh, and real fast, we had two listener questions. Oh. The first one said, Which at Bal Red Block staffer will you kill first when the troubles begin? <laughs> But troubles uh, capitalize, and uh, I think I would go with uh, BFD, the guy I do the podcast with on Mondays, only because he's out of Austin, Texas. I think that'd be the best place to be for the apocalypse because they have tons of food, tons of water, tons of like novelty stuff, and everybody there is just like so weak and easy to conquer. I think I could live forever uh, in Austin. I think I'm going to give the people what they want. It's obviously you. Okay. And it's this easy. Matt. I feel like that the Houston Texans would have won if you did not pick them to win. I feel like that the moment that you're down on the Houston Texans is the moment they win. You are the bad luck charm. That's what you are. So in order for the curse to be broken, we have to kill you. That's fine. <laughs> I've been a fan since 02. When have you been a fan? <laughs> the next question we have is, which desert would you want to die in the most? What? This is from Die Hard Chris as well. I would say the Chihuahuan because I was in Mojave I haven't lived in the Chihuahua and I would like to. And also, like, every time you go, I go to, like, the Big Bay area, I look at the Rio Grande, I go, oh, 
I really want to just go across it and just walk for 300 miles or so. I would go to the desert that John Wick was in where he had to walk to the, the edge Nambian of the world. The desert, I think. Like, yeah, that's where I would be just so then I could be picked up, have to chop off my own finger, give it as my own little token, and then go and do their work. That works out. I think it's an ambient desert. I don't know what it is, but... Do you like sand dunes? I love sand dunes. Oh, okay. I'm a sand dune type of guy, You're a man. sand dune guy? You know what I do, man? I hang tan on the dunes. They're fun. I'm a dune guy. The dunes are fun. <laughs> Dude, the dunes are we'll crazy. We'll have to go to Death Valley sometime, then. Yeah, let's go. All right. What are we doing tonight? Let's party. <sighs> Damn. Let's go. All right. The last question we had here for this was from at Texans underscore thoughts. Will Fuller extension, yay or nay? So the Texans have him for the fifth-year option automatically. I think he's due $10 million next year, but it's not guaranteed. So going to next season, they could cut him or trade him if they want to. And I would not extend him at all. I wouldn't even keep him because they don't have any draft picks next year. And so they can't have a receiver who may produce, may not, is constantly hurt, constantly drops passes. So I would try to trade him for a second-round pick or a third-round pick next year. Trim New England, let him have 1,500 yards and 12 touchdowns up there. Because, again, without draft picks and the ability to add cost-effective talent, um, you don't have the luxury of, of spending $10 million on scratch-off ticket like Will Fuller is. I'm going to disagree entirely with you here. I think that you need to extend Will Fuller. I think that he is a wonderful number two. He takes the pressure off Hopkins. But he's hurt, and he drops passes. I don't want to hear it. The question is about Will Fuller himself, and I'm assuming that he is on the field. Well, yeah, but that's not part of the equation, though. Okay, you know what? He's played three games this year. <sighs> okay, what was he's he last year? He's going to be out year? for like the next five weeks. What was he out last he year? He tore his ACL week eight. Yeah. I was so he had played. like three touchdowns, like 200 yards that game. All right. So the main point for me is, what are you going to do, though? You're just going to let him walk? Well, they have him under contract next year. You're just going to trade him? No matter him? what, I would trade him. Try to get a second round pick. You guys are going to trade him. To, yeah, you're going to trade him to a Super Bowl winning team. Trade him to New England. Get a second. No. Point. Yeah. Trade him Dallas. Good. Yeah. I don't, do y'all even have a second? We don't even need a receiver at this point. Yeah, so the Texans are out their first round pick, their second round pick. The Jade Van Klein trade's been complete. They trade him for big play Barcavius Mingo, Jacob Martin, and Gary Conley. <laughs> you happy? I want to die <laughs> uh, every day I wake up. And then they also... Either trade their third or fourth round pick in the Duke Johnson trade. They may get two third round compensatory picks. Uh, one from Tyron Matthew. I guess they would get one from Clowney as well too if he signs somewhere else. But yeah, it's bad. It's dumb. Uh, especially watching that Colts game too. I'm like, oh, you know who had been very good in this game? You know what I hate though? You know who had been great in this game? Is that... I wonder who. This is, this is why you're the worst fan. It's because if they would have won, you would have been so focused on the now. You would have been able to be so focused on this season and been like, I believe in the Texans. They are going to win this division. We may have a shot to beat the New England Patriots to get to the Super Bowl. You would have been pumped. I would have said that. That's the issue. That they're going to win the division. They have a chance But to now you're just focused for on the future. future. You're no, not, I'm not. I'm not focused on the future at all. Dude, you're focused on draft picks. No, I'm saying that next year. They, um, Fuller is on the team this year. We're not talking about Will Fuller. But I need We're not talking about Will Fuller next year. He's on the contract focus this year. on this yeah, team right now. Now. I am 100%. This team right now. Hey, we're going. Will we, Fuller we got is a key to it. Yeah, again, we're talking about next season with Will Fuller. We're not talking about this season. Yeah, I know. I'm I not saying s- trade Will Fuller right now. I'm saying we're talking about next year with him. Um, yeah, but then you're also rolling the dice on when he's going to be healthy or not. I don't know, man. That's a gamble. Yeah, that's a gamble. Life's a gamble. 
Yeah. Yeah, no one to hold him. Yeah, no one to fold him. What is this? Johnny Cash? That's Kenny Rogers. Oh, the gambler. Yeah. Was any he on Hey Arnold? No. Well, that's our show for tonight. We'll be uh, tomorrow we're gonna do another show on the post Saturday morning. Ooh. It's gonna be an Oakland Raiders interview show. I'm not invited. Tell learn more about Oakland. No, you're not invited. I hate you. Um, click on the website, read the JJ Watt article I wrote. Saturday morning, help on the site. There'll be a Texans Raiders preview there. It's really good. It's like the well, there, there's other, there's plenty of other good Texans Raiders previews out there. Uh, this one's part of the elite upper class, the very top notch version of it. Give it a read Saturday morning. Drink some pumpkin coffee. Listen to the thunderstorms. Read that, and then we'll have Texans playing the Raiders Sunday at three or five p.m. So right. in the meantime. My name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Red Radio. Thank you for being on Taylor. Worst fan ever. <laughs>